Said pop, lock, stop and roll. It's the motherfucking time that you all know. It's the black Filipino above the track we know. If you like this, then donate a C note. Uh, on the POD to the C to the AST. Opinionated and highly concentrated, X rated, even better to listen to when you're faded. up Choco Olympia Lessons Tribe. It is Choco Olympia of Choco Olympia Lessons. Oh, I'm turning it up instead of turning it down. What's up, you guys? That song, if you don't know who that is, that's Kate Bush, but that's a remix of Cloud Busting. It's the club mix, if you couldn't tell. It's totally a club mix. Um, <laughs> by Just Us. That song makes me so happy, and I like this club mix version because it just makes me feel like I'm in dance class like I'm in jazz class I'm about to do across the floor and we're traveling we're traveling you know we're doing pas de berets and and tombe pas de berets glissade jetés all kinds of traveling stuff if you're not a dancer or you don't know jazz terminology or that was ballet terminology too then you're not going to understand anything that I just said it's okay because it's just like a feel good thing you know and that line where she says okay excuse you big engine car she doesn't say that 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 was me talking to the people driving speed racing outside of my house <laughs> anyways there's a line where she says um anything can happen and just saying it makes me feel like oh, I'm totally paraphrasing you know I don't know the you know you know what I mean but just saying it makes her believe that anything can happen and that's just kind of the silver lining positivity note that I've just been trying to keep in my back pocket for the last while I'll tell you you know um being sober and I'm not when I when I say that that makes it sound like you know I'm 
fucking shoving needles into my arms. It's not, it's not, I'm not laughing at that because that's really sad, right? I'm, but when I say that, it makes me sound like that's what I've been doing. But I just mean I haven't, I've been following the April challenge and I still haven't been drinking. And the clarity of it is great and also weird. And not that I was, you know, just like having issues, but it just feels very, like I feel everything 100%. And I almost feel like I'm off. Like, like there's more thoughts going on in my head while I'm recording these podcast episodes, which was already what was happening before, you know? So now, now I just feel like they're all just very loud thoughts that happen all the time. And so it's been an interesting time. And that song, I heard it, and this is not a spoiler alert, but I've been, you know, I've, if you remember, I think it might've been around Christmas. No, it couldn't have been that long ago. It couldn't have been that long ago. Like the holidays, maybe? That feels like it was a long time ago, you guys. But I feel like maybe it was. I don't know. But I posted it on my on my Insta stories a while back. And I said, hey, I'm just going to jump all the way in. I'm going to go balls deep on a, hands, on a handmaid's tale. <laughs> that sounds horrible. But I decided to start from the beginning and just watch all of them. It was very much exposure therapy. It was a lot of fetal position crying after every episode. I feel like I've spoken about it on this podcast before. But so I'm I'm basically caught up now, you know, because the new season is out. Again, no spoilers because I hate when people do that. But this song comes in during one of the scenes in the episode and it's at a moment when she just really needed it, you know? And it made me remember this song because I haven't listened to this song in forever. So I went to my Spotify and you can follow me on Spotify. This is not a plug, but if you want to follow me, I mean, you can because I have an account. It's The Mix Technique, M-I-X. I've talked about it before. The links are in the show notes and some of the other episodes. But... I had to play it and then rock out to it and then I added like every version onto my playlist. It's just an inspirational song if you need it in your back pocket, you know, and I'm one of those people, if you haven't guessed it or don't know me personally, who has dance parties pretty much every day and so I need music all the time. When I'm working, I love music, you know, I work in areas where there's usually always music because I feel like I need that in my life. So dance parties to get the endorphins going to get you out of what might be a bad mood or a sad mood or whatever. But yeah, that show is rough. So when there's moments of, which I love, uh, really great music from, from every genre that pop in and just kind of help save a moment, you know? Uh, So I highly recommend that show if you're not watching it. I do kind of judge when people say that they don't watch it because it's too much. I'm like, well, what, like, what do you want to, you want to watch Care Bears all the time or what? You want to fucking watch like Teletubbies? Like, that's what you think real life is? Like, you can't, you can't like 
watch a show where you're going to cry or what you're too cool or what you mean like you don't want to face the reality of what could potentially be the future and is already existing right now it's just like a little bit watered down like what you're too cool or what <laughs> so I judge a little bit so I think that um if you're cool and you're down with Chocolate Wimpy Lessons you probably already watch it or you've tried to, or you're already caught up, and you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyways, those are most of the shows that I watch, <laughs> and it's sprinkled here and there. You know, it's not all of the stuff that I watch, but I watch a bunch of different things, but as of right now, and <laughs> I kind of had to check myself a little bit because I was like, oh, maybe this is why everything's been feeling kind of wonky lately, Is but, th- but these are the things that are out, you know, and these are the shows that I've am drawn to and want to watch so I don't feel like I'm in a depressive state when I'm watching them I feel like if anything it shines light on things that maybe I don't necessarily know about or um, experience exactly you know but it's I think it's it's important to be able to empathize with groups and situations that are not always like yours and a lot of times people have a hard time with that because it I don't know it makes their shit uncomfortable which is like so stupid anyway it's episode 107 you guys <laughs> we're in a hunnets I still can't believe it I think that's awesome thank you guys for listening thank you guys for sharing thank you for catching up on all of the episodes what have you um I wasn't going to record today but I knew that this week's was due for a podcast episode and it might be a little bit funky with trying to get my groove back <laughs> like Stella gets her groove back. I've, have I ever seen that movie? I feel like I've seen parts of that movie. I was a kid when that movie came out so I didn't really get the whole thing, you know? Maybe, maybe if I watch it now it'll make sense. Anyways, whatever. Random tangent. Uh, I, I don't know if the recordings will come out on Fridays like I had originally had them for a bit. You know, it might have to be Saturday night. It might be a Sunday like it is now. I don't know, but I think you guys will be okay with it and I think you'll be fine. I will try to keep the one week, each week podcast upload going, you know, um, And again, I apologize if this kind of sounds like it's all over the place. I have some notes, but I don't have anything really pending. Like last week, I had a lot of shit that I wanted to talk to you about. And I think I got through most of it. I'm looking back at all of my notes. It's all over the place. I don't even know. I think last episode probably sounded really scatterbrained and crazy too. You know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm just, I'm, I'm just experimenting with everything I'm trying to figure it out I'm trying to do what makes me feel happy and what makes me feel satisfied saddest why did I add a t there satisfied no satisfied satisfied anyways wow okay so we're gonna talk about some movies today you know what I'm saying um, we talked about A Handmaid's Tale. You guys know now how I feel about that. <laughs> Elizabeth Moss, been a fan of hers for a long time. I feel like every movie that she does is extremely emotional, and kudos to her for being able to pull that shit off. I'm sure it's exhausting. I can't imagine. 
well, I mean, I, I can't imagine, but um, it's just like, it seems like a lot emotionally. So uh, what I've also been watching is a show called Cruel Summer, which just basically reminds me of high school, you know? And if you are a girl who went to high school, then you know what I'm talking about. It's like mean girls, but not funny. It's not, it's not comedic at all, this one, you know? It's really kind of fucked up. But it's like, again, no spoilers. I'm not going to spoil any of these. I'm just going to tell you stuff about what, what I've experienced watching them or why I think you should watch it. But Cruel Summer is a nice blend of Mean Girls minus the comedy and like a murder documentary, you know, type of thing. Like, again, I'm trying to not spoil it for you. But when you watch the commercials, you'll know exactly what it is. But it's it's really good. And I didn't necessarily know if I wanted to watch it when I saw the commercials. I was like, mm, I don't really want to watch high school shit. But it's, it's really interesting. So uh, I highly recommend that. I've also been watching Mayor of Easttown. I think that's what it's called. With um, Kate Winslet. Oh my gosh, Kate Winslet, I mean, we already knew this from before, right? When I say we, I'm talking about everybody. (laughs) Like, she was amazing in Titanic. She's amazing in every movie that she does. If you've seen her in, was it Hamlet? No. What the fuck movie was it? I think it was Hamlet. I remember seeing Hamlet. I think it was with, like, one of my English classes, and um, it was a it was a whole field trip, and oh, I don't even think that theater is open anymore. Oh my god, <laughs> wah wah. Okay, so anyway, um, I think why am I spacing? If you're listening to this and you've seen it, then you totally know who she played. Ophelia is that even in Hamlet? I'm if I'm getting my fucking Shakespeare wrong. Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed for my soul right now. It's fine. Um. But she was amazing in that. I think that that was Kate Winslet. She was super, super young. It might not be. I might be lying. Okay, this whole thing is um, just stupid. But she plays a detective, and she's just, she's epic. She's epic. And I don't know why shows like Mayor of Easttown, she's basically, she's a detective in Pennsylvania, she has the accent and the whole it's the whole thing but it's so good it's also about um missing girls and it's kind of like a crime documentary murder documentary if you will evan peters is in it and i don't know what my deal is with evan peters but i love him and i love him in American Horror Story and as every character even if he's a fucking psychopath right um Evan Peters is so adorable but yeah um I think Mayor of Easttown is ending soon and not last episode but episode before that I literally screamed like my neighbors probably were like what is wrong with this hoe like she's always watching 
crime documentaries or when I walk by her house, it's always like, what's the TikTok where um, it's just the voiceover and it's like, her arms were cut off, her head was cut off, her legs were cut off. I mean, it's not funny, you know, it's really not. But that's basically what it sounds like anytime anyone walks by my house. It's not a good look. But, you know, what are you going to do? Like, that's, I'm like, there's so, I'm obsessed right now with how there's so many stories that are never told. And I think, sorry, that was a bunch of spit in my mouth. I think that's partly why I started a podcast is because people think that they know your story. And there was a time like right before I started my podcast where like I knew someone who passed away and then I was hearing about these other people and they were all extended stories, right? Like um, one, this one in particular I actually knew, but then there were a couple of people that I just kind of knew through other people. So I didn't really actually know them. But then it's like once that person is gone, then their story becomes what someone else has said about them and that's been really kind of I don't want to say fucking with me but it kind of feels like it because I'm like like how much of that is actually what that person's story was and how much of it is the bullshit that that person who knew them made up or thought it was their perception, you know, because my life's experience, like I've said on this podcast before, my life's experience isn't necessarily my friend's life experience. It's not my family's life experience, you know. We're all living in our own existence and having our own experience. Like even, well, I can't speak for twins and I can't really speak for siblings either. can't speak for anybody but myself I guess that's the whole point you know but it's like there's so many stories that don't even make it to the news right and like sometimes things will happen in an area where I'm at and I'll be like oh for sure that's going to be on the news later I'm going to watch the news later and see if that comes up and it never comes up and I'll google search it and nothing happens and I'm like what the how how is that not talked about and then what happens like that that's a life you know or a a few people's lives or a multitude of people's lives like what what happens there where does that history go and so I kind of became obsessed with being able to tell my own story (laughs) because not everybody is going to tell the truthful story when you're gone I guess is my point which is kind of dark sounding, but honestly, yeah, it really is. It is dark. So um, I've just been really, I guess I've been wanting to understand, and not that I can like help a story from the past, right? Like if I was watching a, a crime documentary on the disappearance of like five girls in 1970 right like I'm not going to be able to solve that or help with tips for that but just the fact that I am able to hear their story 
I feel like that's kind of a way of paying respect because the fucking justice system failed them. The community failed. Not that it's the community's fault, but honestly, it's kind of like, I feel like people see things a lot and then they just go, oh, well, it doesn't concern me, so I got to go, you know, or, oh, I don't want to get involved. And I get it because sometimes when you get involved, then you can potentially be blamed for a crime or something, you know, so it's like, I totally understand. It's, it's hard because I understand most perspectives. I try not to judge unless you just tell me that you're not going to watch a, a Handmaid's Tale, then I judge you a little bit. But <laughs> outside of that, uh, I try not to judge too harshly because I, not that I understand, but I, I don't even want to say I get it, but I can see the different perspectives, you know? So as hard as it might be to see like the defense attorney's perspective for their client, like there's so many cases that I, that I watch and hear about where I'm like, this dude or lady, whatever, is so guilty, right? Like there's so much that connects them to this crime except for actual evidence you know and the whole justice system is like you have to be able to prove without shadow of a doubt that this is the person that did it right but there's no fingerprints there's no fucking hair there's no dna like and so it's like i don't know did he push her down the stairs or not? Like, what the fuck happened, you know? And that's another one. Oh, my God. The stair doc. What is it? The staircase documentary? Dude, that was a whole fucking weekend for me of just watching that whole thing and being like, what in the fuck? And then, like, I won't spoil that one if you haven't watched it, but there's, like, stuff that comes up later, and you're like, how is this not? How? What do you? I don't, you know? crazy and that shit goes on for years and then for some reason like I remember vaguely hearing about that one in the news but I didn't pay attention to it you know because I the thing was at the time I couldn't not that I can ever relate to any of these necessarily but I was just like this old guy like maybe pushed his wife down the stairs allegedly or whatever right whatever words I have to say to like stay safe I was like I can't relate to that you know I'm just trying to fucking pack my lunch for school <laughs> you know what I mean like I don't know it's weird so but now I guess I'm just I'm trying to understand the way the human minds work and um, even if you know I mean, the people who have passed can't see that people are trying to figure it out still. Or maybe they can, you know? I feel like in a way they can, somehow. To show that that their death wasn't in vain. Like, people are working on ways to make the law better. Or trying to reopen cases that were closed because there wasn't enough proof or there wasn't... Um, 
a suspect. You know what I mean? So it's like I watch I guess I've, I feel like I'm watching them to help justify the fact that a documentary was made or that people are still trying to figure it out. And there's so many that are unsolved and there's so many cold cases and there's so many where people just kind of gave up. And I, I would just, I would hate to be like a ghost floating around, not, no disrespect. I mean, I don't know. I assume, I, I hope that I'm able to fly, you know, but just like, well, you guys are just going to give up. Like what the fuck? That would piss me off. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, sometimes I feel like I wish I had gone into criminal justice or like my parents used to tell me as a kid that I should have, I should go to law, to law school and be a lawyer because I like to argue. But here's the thing. I don't like to argue. It's not that I like to argue. I just have a hard time not speaking my mind when someone else is wrong. I don't think that's arguing. I think that's just needing to speak my mind and speak my truth. I don't see that as being argumentative. I also don't think that you necessarily have to be um, confrontational. I just think that if there's a point to be made and there's another loud car. I feel like in the last few months there's been drag racing happening and I don't understand where they're doing it um I don't know it's weird I whatever it's really annoying for podcasts and for YouTube though I will say that okay not that anyone cares what I'm doing but uh I care so yeah um I don't know I just I yeah there's so many things that I wanted to do that took a lot of school and you you know when you go to school you have to pick what the fuck you're going to study and and I went one way and then veered another way because I wanted to be I wanted to live my life's passion right and that's another thing that's really important too is figuring out what your purpose is or what you think your purpose is and then sometimes you get to a purpose and you're like well maybe it's this purpose you can I feel like you can have multiple purposes right but you have to think ahead of time enough to be able to figure out like what's going to keep you happy and healthy and sane and also fund you right and um I don't know I started off as a psych major but before that wanted to be an English I wanted to be an English major but then I was like wait I had a teacher who actually was like you know the only way like the best way to have an English degree is if you either become this famous author or you become an English professor. And I was like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thanks. Um, I mean, I would love to write books, but you know how long that takes? Like it takes a long time to write a book. I mean, it used to. I don't know if so much now, but I used to in Catholic school, <laughs> I used to be so bored in class and I was, I, I got good grades. Um, I just was bored and instead of reading the assignment or studying or whatever, because I knew I would go home and study, I would write these short stories in this little folder that I had 
and I would I would pass it around to my friends and then my friends would pass it around. It would end up getting passed around the entire class. And um, I had this thought the other day. I was just thinking about like what I was going to talk about on the podcast and I totally forgot about this until right now. But I just remember thinking how really sweet that was that everyone in my class would take the time to read my short stories and some people would leave notes like, this is so good, or this is cool, what if you did this, or here's an idea, or, you know, and it was all really positive feedback. No one was ever a dick and said, like, negative shit, which is surprising because that group of people were interesting characters, you know, and, and in, in, in Catholic school where I went, it was one class per grade, so you were with the same crew from fucking... I think that school started at kindergarten and went through sixth grade. No, went through eighth grade. Yeah, so I you're with the same people for a long time. So it's real hard to live anything down. You know what I mean? So um, the fact that this group of kids would read my short stories and and be like, this is really good or nice job or, or just like actually take the time to read it you know I never had anyone that was like fuck you take this book I don't want to read it you know no one was ever like that even though there were a lot of really harsh characters in that crew anyway that was just a side thought but yeah so I knew you know being a famous author mm, I don't know if I have the patience for that and I definitely didn't want to teach English in school even though I still kind of to this day do that um, and I love English very much, and that's my favorite thing. But, uh, yeah, there's just, you know, sometimes you have to just figure out what your most favorite thing is that's going to make you happy. How did we get here? Anyways, so Evan Peters, is that where the tangent was? Mm, I don't know. No, I was just saying that Mayor of Easttown is a really good movie or a show. Um yeah, so I've been watching that, and then, you know, my usual, there's another one, my usual, you know, Very Scary People, and um, oh, Forensic Files has been crazy. You have to have, like, things that break these things up, though, otherwise you're just going to be in the fetal position crying all the time, you know, and for a minute, that's all I was consuming, and I had to, I had to snap out of it and go, hey, Chocolumpia, <laughs> yo, we need to break out of this for a second because I was watching YouTube videos on crime documentaries, like different styles, makeup artists who talk about crime, mukbangers who talk about crime, um, just all kinds of different stuff. And I had to get out of that world because I was realizing, oh, shit, all the shows that I'm watching too are based around the same type of thing, right? And that is not so great for your well-being but um yeah the things that I have kind of interjected into or in between that dark stuff um even I started watching these like animated horror stories on YouTube which is so weird they're not some of them are creepy okay but they're not like scary but um some of them are like based on scary interactions that people have had or like closing shift at blah 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 or you know um 
horror Instagram stories or horror Snapchat stories. And it's, and some of them I don't think are real, right? But some of them very well could be. Those are the ones that are really creepy. But the fact that it's animated makes it less creepy kind of. And so, yeah, I was realizing, wow, okay, I need to, I need to break free of this world for a moment because that is not the best, not the best thing to be in. But, okay, something else that I've just recently really been loving and I forgot about it. I used to watch them and then I would just, like, forget about it because, you know, I try not to watch the news, but I have been watching the news lately. But the news bloopers are the shit and that is the funniest thing for me right now I don't know why it makes me laugh so hard I think it's because my favorite laughter is when you're not supposed to be laughing like (laughs) my favorite laughter is when you are supposed to be serious but something funny happens and then you start to laugh and for me my shoulders start shaking and like that's just how I laugh and then People who are with me who are also not supposed to be laughing see my shoulders shaking and then they start laughing and then I see them start laughing and then I start laughing harder and it's this whole thing, you know? So uh, (laughs) there's been, I just remember in school laughing at really inappropriate things when I shouldn't have been and that was how um, it just, that shit's my favorite when you're laughing so hard, like your eyes are watering. Okay, so... There's um, a lot of different news bloopers that are funny, but there was this one guy, and I don't... It's when the weather people have to do their green screen stuff, and they just don't know what to do when the shit hits the fan, and it's just so jacked up that they're... I don't know what their screen looks like, but I have worked with news people before, just not necessarily weather people. Um... My company has been on the news a few times. Just they would have like Fitness Fridays or like introduction to a new studio in the neighborhood type thing. So I've I've had the chance to work with a few of them and they're really funny in person even though they have to be I think it's because they have to be so serious. Like when you think of a news person, you think serious information most of the time, right? That's not always how it is, but but when you find like a, a silly person or a silly group, I'm thinking of a particular group right now. I'm just not going to say the actual name, but um, hilarious, right? So there's this one, and this is not them. This is in some other state. But this guy is standing in front of the green screen. And it's I would, put, I would play the audio for you, but it's not going to be as funny because you can't see him. So I'm just going to tell you about it as best I can but he is in front of the green screen but for some reason the the weather the degrees are like in the thousands wherever he is and he's standing there and he's realizing this and he just kind of goes with it which is my favorite because he just pretends that it's supposed to be that way and he's like I don't know what's going on over here but those of you who live here you're probably gonna want to head out and the degree is like 1,071 degrees. And he's like, I'm, he goes, look, I am not your father and I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but I'm going to guess that this area, this particular area he's pointing to now is like in the 
2000s, he's like, this area, there's probably not much left of this area. And it was just, I don't know, I was like laughing, crying. It was hilarious. I don't know how you would Google search that. I don't know. You could say like, weatherman, extremely high temperatures I don't know but every I don't know why every area that he was talking about was in the thousands like what happened to your weather map thing you know what I mean anyways news bloopers are where it's at they make me crack up and then it's the the interviews of people like there was a time where dude was it it was like 2000 Was it like 2010 or something? Like what year was the um, hide your kids, hide your wife, that guy? Oh my God, I have to find that right now. Right now. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Uh, (laughs) I'm just going to put hide. Hide your kids, hide your wife. It comes up right away. I love it. Antoine Dodson, hide your kids, hide your wife. It's the... It's the original interview. And then there was the song. Yes. And then ain't nobody got time for that lady. Yes. Okay, I'm going to play this real quick. Terrifying moments for a woman who woke up to a strange man in bed with her. The woman screamed. Her brother rushed in to help and tried to fight the offender off. That break-in happened early this morning in the 500 block of Webster Drive in Huntsville. WFF 48's Elizabeth Gentle caught up with the victim. Elizabeth, emotions were running high. And Mark, the woman, the victim, tells us that a man broke into her house and tried to rape her. Her brother went in and he tried to help her out, but the man got away, leaving behind, though, evidence of his visit. Kelly Dodson was asleep with a little girl inside their apartment on Webster Drive when... I was attacked by some idiot from out here in the projects. Dodson says her attacker used a garbage can to climb onto the unit's ledge, open the upstairs window, and then he got in bed with her. He, he tried to rape me. He tried to pull my clothes off. Dodson struggled with her attacker, knocking over items in her bedroom. Antoine Dodson heard his sister scream and ran to help. Well, obviously we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up trying to rape them so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. The attacker got loose and went out the upstairs window, but he did leave something behind. We got your t-shirt, you done left fingerprints and all. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. A crime scene investigator photographed and dusted for prints on the lid of the garbage can and the window pane and ledge. Dodson says he's never seen the perp before, but sends this warning to whoever is responsible. You don't have to come and confess that you did it. We're looking for you. We're going to find you. I'm letting you know now so you can run and tell that, (laughs) homeboy. Homeboy. Yeah, do you have any information on this crime? Oh, your urge to call? my God. Yeah, that's Antoine, Antoine Dodson. He was like, you dumb. You were really dumb. Let's see. Is this the remix? Oh, my God. Well, obviously, obviously. we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your window. <laughs> He's matching your people up. Trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. And hide your husband. Because they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess. We're looking for you. We gon' find you. We gon' find you. So you can run and tell that, run and tell that, run and tell that. Oh boy, oh, oh, oh boy. We got your t-shirt, you left fingerprints.
you are so dumb. You are really dumb, for real. The man got away, leaving behind evidence. I was attacked by some idiot in the project. So dumb, so dumb, so dumb, so dumb. He's climbing up in my God. Okay, if you don't remember that, does that say what year that was? Oh my god, that is so funny. And what's great about YouTube is that, you know, people will randomly remember shit like I just did, and you'll see comments from a month ago, (laughs) even though this is old. It's so old. Okay, now this is my next favorite lady. These are all old ones, okay? This is an auto-tune describes her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop. Then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. (laughs) Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. (laughs) And then the smoke got her. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. 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 Ain't nobody got time for I forgot about her. That's Sweet Brown, in case you don't know that sound. Um, I got bronchitis. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. And then Antoine Dodson, he ended up on, um, what was the show? Why am I spacing on the show with the dude, the white dude that would make fun of all the shit in the news? Anyway, here's another one. Oh, shit. That one's 12 minutes long now. We ain't going to play that. We ain't going to play that. That's too long. Uh, But it's the lady who's talking about, (laughs) I don't even know what the fuck she's talking about, but her face looks so shocked what the hell is she talking about hold on let me see if i can play a snippet of it Uh... commercial yeah but yeah these are all old ps if you are not familiar with these old news clips but the interviews oh this one in the house i'm i got scared I dropped my hot pocket. Can I ask you, if you want all the money, dropped, what would you do with it? Bunch of hookers. I dropped my hot pocket. That guy just says a bunch of hookers. Uh, if you were to win the uh, lottery. Anyways, um, there's one. Oh, God. There's so many of them. But the one that I totally forgot about was the guy. I forget his name. <laughs> He's talking about it's the whistleblowers on the cars. And he goes, the whistle go, woo, woo. And he's trying to describe the sound that he puts on his car. Like, he's a car. Oh, my God. What's the thing? He fixes cars and makes them have that obnoxious fucking racing sound like I was talking about. But this one is a whistle. And, like, it makes the car go, woo, woo. And that's what he says on the news. And it's the funniest shit in the world. But, um, yeah, that's the stuff that's been kind of breaking up the seriousness of life and things. Music and news bloopers and interviews like that. But, excuse me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I The other day I went to the grocery store and I bought 
kombucha and I got carded for it. And I was like, when she asked me for my ID, I looked at her like, wait, I ha- I I didn't buy any alcohol. And then she went, it's for the kombucha. And I went, really? Okay. <laughs> That's, I mean, I feel like they did that for like a short moment, but I don't know if it's like a certain kombucha. You guys can let me know if it's a certain kombucha that's like a higher. I don't even know. I don't know. The whole thing was weird. But I, for a second, my brain felt broken because I was like, wait a minute. What did I buy that needs my ID to be checked? That's random. That's a random. Anyways, um, the other day I saw this woman who I haven't seen in forever and she still looks amazing. I am not great with being able to figure out people's ages. I feel like she's maybe in her late 50s, maybe early 60s. But she had just recently taken up ballroom dancing. And I don't know how long she's been doing it, but she had just gotten back from a competition And I asked her how it went, and she said that she won everything. And I was just like, you know what? That's what the fuck I'm talking about, you know? Like, people want so badly to be able to put you in a certain bracket of things. They're like, okay, I have you figured out. You're here. You're in this box, you know? This is how old you are? Okay, so you only can do these things. This is how old you are? Okay, so this is all that you can do, you know? And it's so obnoxious to me. And... I just love seeing when people do whatever the fuck it is they want to do and don't care what anyone thinks. And so that's why I'm such a big advocate for no fucks given anything. And again, the caveat being, and I hope that when you guys listen to this podcast, if you're new here, welcome. If you've been here, then you already know. But please know that when I say I don't give a fuck or no fucks given It means when it comes to other people putting you in a box or labeling you, I don't mean I don't give a fuck in a way that condones hate or not being supportive of others or only thinking about yourself. That's not what I'm talking about. When I say I don't don't give a fuck what you do, I mean I assume you're going to do what's in your best interest for you right and at the same time neither you or I are going to hurt each other in the process because the caveat is as long as you don't hurt yourself or anyone else right so that's I just I always want to explain that fact because I know that there are a lot of people out there saying I don't give a fuck or no fucks given and that's not what they mean they're not sharing the same caveat that I do and I just want to make sure that that's crystal clear like no fucks given but that doesn't mean that you don't have empathy for other people that doesn't mean you're not taking other people's um, lives you know seriously you are doing what you need to for you and you're breaking whatever mold you want to but you're not fucking it up for other people you know what I mean okay I feel like I I feel like I say that almost every episode, but it's just to be clear, you know, you never know because sometimes people 
have selective selective hearing on the shit that they hear you talk about or post or share on a podcast or share on a YouTube channel or whatever the fuck. I just have to be clear as much as I can. Um, if you don't already subscribe to my YouTube channel, please go and do that. We're at 65 now, you guys, which is great. And I'm not trying to pay attention to the numbers, but I also get very excited when I see the number go up because it's just cool that people would want to follow, that would want to subscribe, that want to watch the videos that I post. Um, I will be posting there. I try to post at least once a week, if not twice a week. And then I'm still here on the podcast once a week doing, and they're not the same videos, you know, so I'm not doing what some podcasts do where they record it while they're um, filming it. It's, they're different. And until I run out of a lot of stuff to say, which doesn't seem to be soon, (laughs) then I'm going to keep doing it like that unless you hear otherwise, but I would love to have you follow me there on YouTube, on the YouTubes. It's a fun time. You know, I'm doing a lot of just like whatever floats my boat right now. And as long as people keep watching and liking and subscribing and commenting and supporting, I'm happy and it's fun. And same thing with the podcast. You know, I keep, I keep doing these two things mostly because um, I feel like we have a little community of Chocolumpia Lessons tribe, and I appreciate appreciate you very much. While I haven't been on the other socials for a bit because I'm taking a mental break from all of it, um, I still am very much here, and I appreciate you. I always appreciate appreciate. I always appreciate your uh, <laughs> your ratings and your reviews. I still need more of those. Those always help with the algorithm and help to just kind of make the podcast look like it's a legitimate podcast. You know, people look at reviews and ratings. They do it subconsciously. They don't even mean to. They're just like, oh, well, how many people are listening to this? Oh, a lot of people are listening to it. I want to listen to it. It seems like it might be cool, you know? So it's that whole weird thing. But I would appreciate if you would do that for me for listening. Thank you very much. Uh, is there anything else? There's some other movies and things I wanted to talk about, but they're kind of off topic from the theme that we had going today. Again, I wasn't going to record today. I just kind of wanted to hop on and make sure that I got you for this week. Not that anyone's sitting there going, oh my God, Chocolumpia, where is the episode from this week? There wasn't anything. Um, but I felt like, okay, I have some time and I want to record something from a peeps and just kind of touch base last week felt like it was a little bit a little bit everywhere you know which I don't know if that ever is any different (laughs) honestly but that's kind of what you expect here I think on Chocolumpia lessons um yeah so again I would love to stick to the Fridays but I don't know if that's going to be feasible each week. So just know that an episode will come each week. It might be Thursdays. It might be Saturdays. It might be Sundays. You know, if I can do a Friday, then it'll stay on Fridays. We're still no fucks given Friday till we die, motherfuckers. Don't question that. Oh, I did want to share while I'm thinking about no fucks given Friday, my No Fucks Given yoga class is going to be starting back up again 
on June, whatever the first Monday is in June. Okay, so I think that might be the 7th. <laughs> I shouldn't know this, but I'm not looking at a calendar right now. Okay, I'm in, I'm in podcast mode. Okay, but no fucks given yoga. If you have not heard about it or taken it with me yet, it's all online. I'm still do all of my classes are online. I will be doing online for the rest of time probably because I like that format and it's convenient and if you don't have the time to log in live, I do have a video on demand library. You can purchase a month's worth of classes ends up being five pages of classes that you can access during that entire month. You can watch all five pages of every video five times a day if you wanted as long as you pay for the month subscription. You know what I'm saying? So get your money's worth. But this No Fucks Given Yoga is for, it's for anyone who feels like maybe they don't necessarily connect with the yoga that you see traditionally on Instagram or on YouTube. You know, it's if you're not like a woo-woo yoga person, <laughs> the whistle go woo-woo. <laughs> I got to find that one for you before we go. But if you're not into that, you know, if you're not into sage burning and crystals, and I get it, like I, I love that stuff, but not everybody does. But I also have a part of me that is like, you know, people look at me, when I started teaching yoga, they would look at me and be like, how is this black girl going to teach me anything about yoga? What does she know about yoga? And I feel like to this day, I still probably get a lot of that because I don't look like the traditional yogi, right? And I also don't look like Samantha who teaches yoga in on the beach, you know what I mean? So um, this yoga class, No Fucks Given Yoga, is for my headbangers, it's for my my rap heads, it's for my emo goth kids who want to do yoga and want to stretch and maybe just have this stillness but who feel a little bit maybe more connected to that style of music. I use rock and roll. I use alternative. I use hip-hop. There's, you know, all kinds of things. There's Nirvana. There's KRS-One. There's Nine Inch Nails. There's Marilyn Manson. There's uh, who else? There's so I use so many people. You can even check out my playlist on the mix technique again. Spotify again, not not sponsored, but also we're on Spotify. So what are you gonna do? Um, but there's a playlist called NF No Fucks Given Yoga. NFGY. Wow, <laughs> my brain. You can hear my brain dying just then. <laughs> NFGY. Or actually, it's just NFG Yoga. That's the playlist. But that's the playlist that I use for the No Fucks Given Yoga class. You can check it out if you're not sure. And yeah, you might hear, you might think like, what the fuck? That doesn't sound like it is conducive to yoga at all. But the whole thing is that yoga can look different. You don't have to have a mala bracelet on and, you know a butterfly tattoo and flowy clothes on to practice yoga. Now I just listed off some stereotypical shit and shit that I have, you know? So what? What are you going to do? But 
Anybody can do yoga. That's my point. Let me see. The whistle. <laughs> I wonder if this will come up. The whistle go. Yep. The whistle go. Whoa, whoa. Okay, here we go. The latest rage for kids is driving parents and entire neighborhoods crazy. It's called a whistle tip, and it's welded inside a car's muffler to make the car screechingly loud for nearly a mile. Well, tomorrow night, this Oakland residents crazy. will be complaining officially to City Hall officials. Crown Force Mark Jones has the story live in Oakland this evening. Mark. Well, Pam, city residents have been told this noise is perfectly legal, so tomorrow they hope to start the process to change the law. Nearly every muffler shop in Oakland is installing whistler tips. It's a piece of metal welded inside the exhaust pipes that makes the car audible for almost a mile. Oh my God. Tell me about the whistles. The whistles go woo! Anybody that has it in their neighborhood is going to be totally driven crazy. It sounds like rusty. Well, you want to woo woo? It's that whoop whoop, you know what I'm saying? Then you got the flows. They didn't trip off the flow masses. That decoration, man. It's just yeah. for decoration. That's, that's it. it and that's all, man. We do it for decoration. you have it on your car? Yeah, I got it on my car. It was being installed on their car. Yeah. Roxanne Bruns says the high-pitched tone, like the squeal of a bar train that doesn't stop, is keeping her awake at night. Police have told her it is legal. They think it's a fad, it's going to go away, it's not going away. <laughs> and it's driving you nuts. It's driving me nuts. I work at home. Uh, I can't concentrate when it goes on for, for you know, hours. Some, the, some neighbors are saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. You're supposed to be up cooking breakfast or somebody, and so that's like an alarm clock. Bubba and Little Sis were proud to show it off. Some Oakland residents will complain about the noisemakers Tuesday night at the city council meeting. Until the law changes, Marcelo okay. Cabrera's so Woo woo! Wow. I love it. It's so good. That When was that? That was from... That was eight years ago, bro. She's like, in the local news, the fad and sounds and the kids. Wow. Okay. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for listening. This... <laughs> what... Uh, crazy show this is, but I appreciate y'all for listening and for tuning in every week. And I love you so much. Have a good rest of your weekend and I will talk to you soon. Bye.